Jason Walls, political editor, is with us right now. Hey, Jason. Afternoon, Heather. Right. How hard did you guys go on the Winston stuff with Luxon? <laughs> well, relatively hard. I mean, obviously, he had come, just come out of his, 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 his cabinet meeting with his cabinet. It was the second time. It was the more important of the two. The one that he did yesterday was really just getting your feet, um, feet under the table and talking about expectations. But, of course, the Winston stuff did come up, and it was um, something that we focused on because it is a significant story. Um, we asked him, essentially, you know, what's the deal with what Winston's saying, and do you stand by it? Do you agree with it? Here's what he said. Well, look, it's not the way I... I would describe it, but I actually also don't support the fund either, uh, as do many New Zealanders. Uh, they don't think it was a good idea. Many of us don't, uh, and I would be one of those people that didn't, didn't think it was a good idea. What I'd just say to you, though, is that we are now in a coalition government. We have three parties in this government. There will be different personalities. There will be different ways of expressing things. It may not be the way that I would express everything all the time, but it's important that everyone understands that. So, yes, we're going to say things in different ways uh, as different leaders and as different members of that team in a coalition government, and that's fine. That's acceptable. And so he's essentially letting them off the hook there, saying, you know, we all say different things. We all think different ways. We're in different coalitions, so we're going to come at things different ways. So it it was interesting to see. I mean, he did use the phrase, that I thought he would. It, it, those weren't f- words that I would use or to that effect. Um, but he's also come out and talking about the program as well. And I think you had a great interview with David Seymour yesterday where, they were, where you guys were talking about the perception of the fund. Here's what L- Luxon said about that. Well, I think, you know, genuinely, you know, there's a number of New Zealanders that actually up and down this country don't think it is a good idea that that fund was activated in the way that it was. There was different criteria that was put to actually using those funds. Uh, We have a difference of opinion about that, uh, and there's lots of people with different views around that. I just don't think it was a good idea and a good good program. So he's essentially saying, like, what a few people have said now, that the perception is the issue. Is it bribery? Absolutely not. It's nonsense. I think quite a few of us have um, talked in depth about why it's just garbage. But in terms of the perception, there's a few of um, the few commentators and people like him saying the same thing now. Yeah, has has he has he so so? Okay, so he hasn't admonished Winston. He hasn't told Winston off in any way. He's basically not told Winston to stop this behaviour. He's just going to accept that this is how Winston's going to going to be. Is that right? Yeah. It sounds like he's just going to let Winston be Winston, which could be problematic in the future because if you give him a long leash, he might end up saying some things and doing some things that actually do Mm. breach the cabinet manual. I asked specifically about what he was saying yesterday where he was seemingly implying that the government was going to have some sort of hand in the use of Tereo in RNZ and TVNZ. And he said that, you know, listen, that's not what – that wasn't my reading of it. It doesn't matter what Chris Hipkins said about he thinking that breaches the cabinet manual. I don't think it does. But one day – if he does, he's going to have to rein him in. Okay, so we've got the the forty nine points um, out of the hundred day plan. What's your favourite? My favourite. <laughs> Mine is let's a withdraw central government from let's get Wellington moving. That's great. Okay, Isn't I it? can see why. I can see why. But, I mean, there's there's quite a few in there, and it's it's actually really not really that much of a surprise. I mean, from first glance, a lot of what they said would be in the hundred day plan is in the hundred day plan. And here's what Chris Hipkins was saying. Oh, Chris Luxon was saying about it moments ago. I am determined to start early and to work incredibly quickly to put in place the foundations of the program of work that we have identified that is critical to get this country on the right track.
So one of the first things they're going to be doing, and in fact, the very first piece of legislation that they're putting in place is the reserving, um, removing of the dual mandate from the Reserve Bank. So they would just have a singular target on inflation and get rid of the employment focus. And then after that, it's the other things like getting rid of the fair pay agreements and whatnot. But they've got quite an ambitious agenda, and it means they're going to be in urgency for a lot of the time going up till Christmas. But as we spoke about in, in the past, I think a lot of people just want them to get on with it and not have this ridiculously long summer break that we've seen um, previous governments have. Jason, thank you very much. Jason Wall's political editor. There's so much more on the 100-day plan that, that you can you can absolutely salivate over. Cancel the fuel tax hikes. Thank you. Like that. Introduce legislation to remove the Auckland fuel tax. Stop central government work on the Auckland light rail project. Hallelujah. Um, make additional orders in council needed to speed up the cyclone and flood recovery efforts, which I think we can all agree is a good idea. A um, bunch of stuff I didn't mention before also in here. Um, sign an MOU with Waikato University to progress a third medical school. Stop all work on Hepuapua. Begin disestablishing Te Pukenga, which will be a shock to them. Allow the sale of cold medication containing pseudoephedrine. Now, has anybody asked David about that? Because it's a weird, he's weirdly he's weirdly obsessed with getting the pseudoephedrine back on the, the shelves. Why? Why is he so fixated on that? For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.